It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off limit for these potty mouth found mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No, no. holes barred. Hello, hello. <laughs> Now, to everybody else, this episode is just yet another week, but the reality is Vic and I have been away from each other for three weeks. Oh, oh my God, has it been three? In three weeks, I thought it was only yeah. two. I, no. I haven't coped. I've missed I'm not, you. I'm not coping. Well, the, the reality, the, I say the reality, I say it again. Uh, we have just spent two hours talking to each other and we've had yeah. to tear each other away from all of the ridiculous stuff we've been trying to know because it has been yeah so it's been three weeks since we've done an actual record um yeah. the last couple of weeks you've listened to were pre-records which were done we're quite quick succession next to each other so it's been such a long time since we had a proper chat and then laura's been jetting off on our little holly bobs to uh thailand so um even our voice note sort of production has gone down Quite oh, significantly. Voice note. Didn't voice note. And then I sent you one yesterday. You just be like, oh my God, I haven't heard your voice in three weeks. I just can't wait to see you tomorrow. <laughs> so I was very excited about today. Do you want to know the two things that I've loved about Thailand? Oh, yeah, go on. None of them have involved my children. Yeah, of course. I mean, you're in a holiday with your kids. Come on. Yeah, I've loved the, the sunshine and I've loved the water. <laughs> I mean, you really sound not enthusiastic about it. No, because even when I think about those things, I automatically see my kids there and I'm like, oh, that ruins it a little bit. Yeah. Did um, you and Steve get to spend any solo time together? No. Not when even they... when you were with the other family? No, when they went to bed, we got to. That was it, yeah. Oh, that's a bit shit. Remember, we it? have limpets. I know, this is true. Yeah. yeah. Who so, um yeah, I, I actually said to you yesterday. So, um, flying home, flying there. I, I have you watched the new? I love Baz Luhrmann, by the way. Me too. I, yeah, I am obsessed. The only thing that I've never liked is Moulin Rouge. Can you teach me the Bago Pago? I, I don't think I've seen that Baz Luhrmann. <laughs> I know. I need to. Laura, that's one of my favourite films that's ever been made. It's Strictly Ballroom. Pam Shaw's broken both her legs and I want to dance with you. I've watched this so many times. But did you like Moulin Rouge? Because I no. hate it. No, that's not my vibe. No, it's not I my think he's either. got, do you know what? You've got to watch Strictly Boring because it's like Baz Luhrmann I might in watch his it early days. I love where him. It's not the massive budget productions because he does things that are like normally very like grand huge now. budget. Yeah, and they are incredible vision, your respect. But it's just, it's so funny that it's so raw. This, the humour in it is, yeah, I think you really like it. And I, do, I don't think it's dated either. Like it's it's stayed the test of I time. I, that I, I want to know him. I just, I think I adore him. Everything What's the he other does. One? Did, he did uh, Priscilla Queen of the Desert as well, didn't he? Is that Baz Luhrmann? Yeah. And yeah, that's also obviously well. Romeo and Juliet. I watched that about yeah. 15 fucking million times. <laughs> and then The Great Gatsby. And yeah, that one I wasn't. Oh, I think I think the Great Gatsby. Um, I loved I like it. His the early music. But have you watched the, the new Elvis? No, is it good? Oh my god! I yeah. don't know much about Elvis. I don't really give a fuck about him up until I watched that film. Really? I didn't, I didn't know how shit his life was. Like what had happened to him? I'm just checking that he did Priscilla Queen in the Desert. Hold on, I just need to clear yeah, this up for did. myself. Oh, and and obviously the no, I don't think he did. It goes Strictly Ballroom is his first film, Romeo and Juliet, 
Moulin Rouge. You went, no, you didn't do that. Oh, that's also, I think I went through a bit of an Australian um, comedy obsession phase and uh, Priscilla was one of them. Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Oh, and he did Australia. That's an amazing one. Oh, I don't think I've seen that. <gasps> Have you not? That's a good one. Yeah. Stephen Elliott's the director of that one. Anyway, I'm glad we cleared that up. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's so basically what I was trying to say is, is that I tried to watch Elvis on the plane while sat with my two children going out to Thailand. Steve got his own seat because it was three, three, three on the plane. Now, I... Well, it took me 12 hours. I'm going to be blunt. It took me 12 hours to watch a two-hour film. Yeah, standard. Uh, yeah, very standard. Oh, my God. So <laughs> then coming back home, the kids had said, we want to sit with Dad. And Steve was like, yeah, okay, babe, like, you sit on your own and, you know, like get to watch a film or whatever. Mate, he immediately fell asleep on the plane. He gave the kids <laughs> technology. He went to sleep. And then the kids, Toby, got his fucking headphone cable and between the the aisle, whipped me across the face <laughs> with it and shouted, you don't even have your seatbelt on. FYI, I did. I was like, fuck off. I Leave me alone. Whip him in the face. Why are you whipping me? I know, he whipped you past Steve, a sleeping <laughs> Steve. Yeah. And like Elliot, who was in the, like at the window seat, I would just catch his eye somehow because annoyingly as the parent as well, even though I wasn't on duty, I was instinctually looking over at them, of constantly course. making sure they're okay. Yeah. And if I caught eye contact with him, he would sign language to me. He'd be like, <laughs> poke your fucking dad. Because if I'm sat there, that's all he does. It's the poke on the arm, poke on the arm, nudge, nudge, nudge. And he actually said to me at one point, why are you watching the um, Elvis Presley movie again? Because I think this is taking me 12 hours to watch it on the way here. I want to watch it in two hours. <laughs> oh, yeah. Steve obviously is asleep. Uh, he's clocked off. Well done on your parenting fucking journey. My God. What an absolute cunt. And then, That's so and then annoying. Toby was like, Mummy, please, can I just have you back? I was like, well, you asked for him, you fucking prick. So then all of a sudden, I am back in the fucking seat between the two children. <laughs> and I didn't get to watch a full fucking movie. Did you get to have any sleep either? Uh, I mean, if I had 10 minutes, I would say that's a real shock. I cannot sleep on a plane. No, I can't. It's impossible. It's, it's the, the journey back home yesterday is what I imagine hell to be. But do you not think it just under undoes like the good bit of the holiday? Or yeah, was it mate, okay? I think the only benefit is when we were going to the airport, I was like, I'm so sad we're going home. It's been so incredible. And then about four hours into the flight, I thought, this is so shit. I cannot wait to be home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. when we, I'm like, oh my God, my house, my, oh my God, look, everything's here. This is, and so it's, it's had like a positive impact in that I am so fucking thankful. To be and home. No, Oh my God. And you know, the other thing is that we stupidly, we thought you had to choose your meals going there and back. Right. So we clicked because it was like loads of random vegetarian, pescatarian fruit, whatever. And I thought, well, I don't want to eat fucking fruit the whole time. Yeah. I clicked bland food because I thought that was just standard. Bland? Yeah. That was an option. That was an option. What the like, hell? Bland food is basically what they give to people that have no teeth. <laughs> I got given to me yesterday an ice cream dollop. Of cold, sweet mashed potato oh, with boiled celery. Oh my, what the one, hell? One cherry tomato <laughs> and two black olives. 
This is like um, some sort of dietitian, like hell. That's the it kind was... of meal that you get when you're doing a calorie deficit. Awful. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> fucking awful. And so like that in itself was horrific. And then we, you have to get a flight into Bangkok and from Bangkok into Phuket. So the flight between Bangkok and Phuket, you got another meal. I was like, fucking great, because I'm starving. It wasn't bland, this one. Oh, no, it was worse. Oh, my God. I don't even know if I've talked. It was a sweet corn chowder. Oh, God. Mate. And they, they're bad at the best of times, aren't they? Mate, it was. Why does it anyone was, want to? I don't was, understand that meal. When I initially took a, my first scoop of it, I thought, oh, it's rice pudding with coconut. Oh, God. It shouldn't be that thick. It was. Oh, I I can't. I how do the kids cope with that? No, they had sandwiches. Okay, thank God for that. They wouldn't have fucking eaten it. I didn't eat it. Yeah, <laughs> I, gave, I gave it back. I was like, take this fucking disgusting eyesore away from my fucking nose. It was awful. Why is plain food so notoriously bad? I suppose I said to Steve, to... if we go anywhere again, I am not going standard class with the fucking kids. We're going first no. class. I'm not I doing know, it. It's so expensive. I don't the give jump, a shit, the jump I will financially. sell my fucking house if I have to. Someone did say that to me. They're like, get always get business class if you're going to go. Get, I, that, that is the only long piece haul. of advice. If you go long haul with your kids, stay for longer and wait until you can go first class because it was the most diabolical bullshit yesterday. Yeah. And then yeah. when we arrived in England and it is like the heaviest fucking period of my entire fucking life. <laughs> I'm bleeding like an absolute cunt on the plane with two kids that are continually poking me or using me as a human fucking bed. Well, that's hard, isn't it? Because you just feel so like self-conscious, don't you? But yeah, but then we get off the plane and we've got three suitcases. Two are big, one small. The small one is the one that the boys share. Guess what? They both start fucking WWE wrestling over who's going to push it to the car. <laughs> I was like, boys. Mummy's not in 26 hours. Oh Either take the suitcase and shut it or don't touch it at all. Oh my God, I, I'd lost it. I had lost the I think parenting when you've had no sleep is so hard. Like <laughs> I, I have no patience at no. all. And then it's we had to pull it. into a garage because I was so hungry. I said, Steve, I was like, I feel like I'm going to throw up. I'm so hungry. And I went in and because I'm so jet lagged and so tired, I picked up a prawn pasta salad. Oh my God, what's wrong with you? I took two mouthfuls of it and thought, no, I can't fucking eat this. It's making me feel even iller. That's such a weird choice at the best of times, mate. Very, very poor choices. Yeah, but it's okay. Exhaustion doesn't work well on me. You were tired. I'm very tired. I'm going to wake up at four o'clock this morning. Oh, mate. And I, he's got like preschool and anxiety so oh, i love him he did go back to sleep but i didn't so no, I of course you didn't wrecked. i feel like i've been on a flight to bloody thailand but i haven't had the uh, benefit of having the holiday before <laughs> <laughs> well i nearly shit myself on a beach in thailand as well there's been quite a few dramatic moments that have happened while we've been out there but do, um, i mean no, i was expecting that i thought there'd be a yeah. shit story there Just was two one. but one was exceptionally close and obviously steve being you know well steve he was in the water having a wonderful time. I'd gone for a walk, so I thought if I walk, maybe I'll walk it off. Then I sat down as soon well, as I sat down. Well, did you feel sick or you just felt no, the bubble? I just thought I'm going to, yeah. Bells. Like, you know when your asshole feels acidy? Yeah, yeah. That's where it was at. And I thought, no, it's fine. And then for every single time the cramp came around, I was like, oh, shit, this is getting worse. I need to get out of it. <laughs> so I sat down and I thought, no, it'd be fine if I sit down. But as soon as I sat down, the cramp got even worse. I was like, oh, my God, this is bad. So I'm waving Steve and Steve's like, ah! frolicking in the water taking all the waves and like being silly i was like oh come here 
no and he came over to me I was like oh, I'm gonna shit myself I need to leave the beach now I'm taking the car and leaving you here and then that was it he just saw me waddling back up the beach and you had to go um, back in the car and drive back to your hotel yeah I was fucking beeping at the tuk-tuks everything I was oh I took no prisoners how far but- away was it it was only a six-minute drive. I did shit myself a little bit in the car. That's fine. You're yeah, it wasn't, holiday, it wasn't a full blown. It wasn't a full blown, and it was leather, luckily. So, <laughs> what <are> your knickers? <laughs> yeah, what happens in Thailand stays in Thailand. I'm just wearing leather bikini right now. Um, I've also had quite an eventful time. I mean, obviously, I haven't been anywhere as tropical, but um, I went to Droitwich. Is that the same? Who? Droitwich. Where the fuck is Droitwich? It's in the Midlands. It's in a. Worcestershire Never um, heard of it Droit witch Yeah it's where my best mate lives and Sounds like you're right You're right witch They're, It's more Best than, mate uh, Ow dagger Yes yeah, Let me remove that She's long term though Isn't she She's, She's long term I'm short term Yeah If we're ever in a room I'll I'll, I'll fist it out with her <laughs> What your fister <laughs> If that's what she wants She'd swallow your fist Oh mate She's got a massive rash I've seen it um, yeah, so we went to hers and they live in beautiful little bit of countryside and it's very like, it's very idyllic, you know, you're like, oh, it's so lovely here. There's cows by a house, all the rest of it. Um, so two things happened, quite dramatic. First one was we arrived and we we got there really early, like on the Friday and, uh, we were having a cup of tea in the sunshine, got blessed with lovely weather and, um, we've probably only been there for about an hour. And then Elsie, her little girl comes out and says, mommy, why is the house full of smoke? <gasps> um, so we run in in a massive panic, like shit, what's going on? There was bloody black smoke everywhere. No fire alarm going off though, just smoke everywhere. Uh it turns out that Oliver had turned on every single one of her induction hobs. Um, because there's no like child lock or anything on it. It's just literally you just turn it. And it's on this range cooker, so it's all at perfect eye height for him. And he's really been this kid, we've never had to like like safety proof the house ever for either yeah. of the kids. They just they're not really they just don't touch like adult stuff. They're just not. They know that if interested. they touch stuff, they'll be they'll put in the broom cupboard for weeks. Well, do you know what? I've never even it's just never been a thing. Yeah. And you know, people people like some people have to lock all the cupboards all that stuff. We've never had to do that. Although I'm starting to think that maybe he's just late to the curiosity <laughs> party because yeah. things have started to happen over the last couple of months. I'm like. Why are you fucking doing this at seven? Anyway, yeah. Um, so yeah, and because it's like a flat induction hob, she just had a wooden chopping board and a tea towel sat no. on top of it. Oh my god, Vic! You're like, yay, we're here, <laughs> we're here! Oh, we've set fire to your house. <laughs> Fuck! So the chopping board was like black, smouldering, and <laughs> um, she ran outside with that. I was like, fuck. And then I lifted up the tea towel, which was essentially on fire. I was Cinders, like, fucking yeah. hell. So that was incident. It was all over like, awkward. Well, he just kind of looked really shell-shocked. And then I oh. said, and we were like, who turned? Because every single hob one was, was on. And there's like, you know, four hobs and two ovens, but both, everything was turned on. Yeah. I knew it wouldn't be Edith. Obviously, it's not really her girls. They live there. They know not to do that. And then Oliver's like, so sheepish and I said to him Oliver did you just did you play with these knobs and he was like no <laughs> like you know, like not looking at me doing the classic psychological thing of looking in the wrong direction when he's lying um and then uh yeah I just said you're not in trouble but I just you need to tell me if you did it and he was like I did <laughs> and then he said I was so sweet he said is the policeman gonna come and get me that's what he said and I was oh. like, yeah, he will if you fucking do that again, you idiot. Not joking. 
Um, but that was just really, really sweet. So that was incident number one. Uh, incident number two, um, we were making dinner the next day and the children were playing in the garden and it's all very, um, it's just nice, like it's countryside. You're not thinking, oh, predators are out there to get the kids. It's, you think they're safe. So they were playing and then suddenly I became aware that I couldn't hear them anymore and I couldn't see anyone in the garden. So I thought, oh, I'll just check in on them, see where they are. Checked in the living room. All the kids were there except Edith. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. I can't actually explain the terror of the next five minutes. So then I started running around the house saying, Edith, Edith, where are you? Edith, like looking at all the rooms, went outside, shouting her name, nothing. She wasn't responding. Oh my God. I thought oh someone's God. taking her. I had no shoes on. I was running around like an absolute madwoman in the field, just screaming Edith, just going, where is she? Where's she gone? And then at this point, everyone was searching for Edith, screaming our heads off, couldn't find her anywhere. And then Rob had gone upstairs and looked all in the house. It's in all the cupboards, everything. John goes back into the house, went into one of the like, living areas downstairs. And she was hidden in the house, in a corner, just silently, not saying anything, listening to all of us scream her name and me practically having a nervous breakdown, go mental, be like, it's like completely hysterical. And then she burst into tears and was just crying hysterically. As yeah, because she was probably like, shit, when do I let them know? When do I go, hey, yeah. it's just a joke. I know And then I, obviously I tried to talk to her very often I was, yeah, like, I was probably like Yeah you're never welcome back Yeah you again. are absolutely ne- We've been friends for over 20 years But you are never and coming back done. to my house Our friendship's over <laughs> Oh it was awful It was the most terrified I've ever been in my oh, whole mate, life Yeah that is terrifying You know what we I had a similar incident I think I said about We were in the farm Gone with my mum years ago Toby was in the push chair He was really tiny and Elliot had wandered off and Elliot was that kid. You never had to worry about him running off. He just didn't. Yeah, same as Edith. Oh. It's not, she'd never do, do it's that. It's just not an option. Yeah. Got to the end of this path where there was like a brick wall and I turned and I was like, shit, where has he gone? Like, and I thought, this is not like Elliot. He's he's not that kid. Fuck. And I start panicking. So I'm like, mum, you stay here. And I'm running around this farm shouting his name. I am fucking terrified. I run back to my mum and I'm like, mum, have you seen him? She's like, no, I've not seen him, Laura. I then run away again. And from the fucking bushes, she hears Elliot go, shh, don't tell her I'm here. (laughs) And he was hidden. He was hiding in the bush behind my mum. Oh, my God. And the thing is, like... That's his sense of humour, not to be cruel, but to be like, I know she'll find this hilarious. Like he always jumps out at me. He's like, Mom, are you all right? And I'm like, oh, no, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. So I know that that's his sense of humour. Even at age fucking four, he had it. And I, yeah, I thought he was dead. I was like, that's awful. Then. That's what I, all I thought awful. was I thought an opportunity to just walk by, seen her, grabbed her, and then yeah. no one had realised. That's it when you like... know how much you love your kids, like, isn't it? I know it sounds extreme, yeah. but you know, and you're like, oh my God, I can't live without you. No, I love I you so fucking yeah. much. It is awful. Like I just, yeah. A nice reminder of motherhood for you. Oh, I do love you. I, I do, do love, love you. you. I just need to think that you're dead for me to remember that I love you. <laughs> fucking hell, that's dark, isn't it? And Rob was like, "Don't worry. If anyone did take her, they'd bring her back they after bring- ten minutes." <laughs> this is what we've always said about Toby. Like, if someone took Toby, they'd arrive back and be like, "God, so sorry. Wrong, <laughs> wrong kid. Wrong choice. That one. <laughs> that was my mistake." <laughs> oh yeah. so yeah a lot's happened blimey yeah the induction hob though that's that would be toby yeah we went around my sister's house once 
And uh, we'd been there 40 minutes, I think, when he got a red pen and scribbled it all over their fucking duvet. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. it's, uh, every time if something's happened, it's, it's it will have been Toby. Yeah, it's becoming and, that's more, it's Oliver. It's like, you know, and he stuck something up his nose the other day and we nearly had to go in to A&E because he had oh, a, yeah. a red ball stuck up his nose. <laughs> Fuck's sake. We just had to pause recordings. We totally went off piece. And then we were like, let's just have a chat about this now. Pause. <laughs> anyway, so we survived Easter. It's over. We hope all of you guys survived. We hope you guys enjoyed the Dom episode. Yes. Yes. Really we, uh, interesting. Did have some feedback um, just saying how fascinating it was. Yeah. And um, everyone and C- really enjoyed C- it. CBD. CBD. That's the Hot one. torture. <laughs> Always up for a bit of that, um, mainly yeah. just to take out all my rage on Rob. Um, that's could why you, I would Could do you it. do it though? I couldn't. Oh, I don't know. Uh, probably. I yeah. Could, so could you? Could you strap an electro to his nutsack and be like? Could you? I couldn't do it. I could if he if it was something that he enjoyed. Yeah, true. I guess if it was something he was into. I'd probably get off on the fact that he was enjoying it, but knowing that it's not something that when I told suggested to Steve, you can put a sound bar down your yeah that penis hole. He was like, "What?" I said, "Well, it's meant to get penis closer hole. to your G spot." He was like, "No, I'm no, good. Thanks, <laughs> I'm good." We learned a lot. I feel like we've been quite educated by this podcast recently. I feel like we've been massively, you know, shrouded by our innocence, really, Vic. I know. We thought here, here we were thinking we were women of the world and actually oh, we don't jack shit. We're vanilla. We're as vanilla we're as We're so fuck. fucking vanilla. It's mental. Yeah. Um, shall we have some stories then? It feels oh. like a long time since I've said that. Oh, God. Made me feel a little bit excited then. Absolutely. Oh, oh I've got a question for you, Vic. Oh, yeah. It's a random one that I was thinking one night when I wasn't sleeping. I thought, I can't wait to ask Vic this because it's so random. So, you know, obviously you and I, you know, we're not on dating apps or anything like that. And we don't. And yet we've spoken to a lot of people that have been. Yeah. What would be your thing is I've thought about this. I haven't thought about what mine would be. What would be your like bio? How what would you say? What would be a short, quick description of like what you're looking for? <laughs> oh God! Or like who you are, or do you know what I mean? Uh, oh, do you know what? I mean, we have to write one of these for our bloody Instagram. That took me long enough. I never know what to say, but I really hate this. I think it's a good idea to get someone else to do it for you that knows you well. So maybe I could write yours, and you could write mine. <laughs> But I need to know the context of like, are you dating for cock or are you dating for love? Oh, cock. <laughs> I know what yours would be. What? Big heart, even bigger minge. <laughs> <laughs> or even bigger desperate minge. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Big heart, big minge. Yeah. I mean, these dating ones, especially the sexy ones. Yeah. It's very explicit from what I hear. No, I know. I think this is the thing that I find really fascinating is the fact that you can just be very open, very cards on the table. You know, you, um, I like I like big walks and being fucked over a workbench. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoy nature and being rimmed. Fisted, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much it, I think. Although I think what happens is that women don't put those things on their profile, yet men still just immediately go in with a sexy chat as soon as they start DMing them. Of course they do. 
So Do you want to see my dick? No, no thanks. No, no thanks. I know what one looks like, so yeah. that's... Well, I don't need to see another one. Thank yeah, you very yeah. much. God love their little lives. So, what yeah. about you then? That's uh, are, are you big heart binge or should I claim that one? I think that's a good. Got a big heart. (laughs) I have got a big heart. So much so that when I watch that stupid fucking Elvis movie, I've not been able to get out of my head the heartache I have for him. And he died in the seventies. Yeah, that's weird. And you didn't know him. I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) More importantly, I didn't know him. You didn't know him. (laughs) I can't get past how how sad it was for him. Oh, I'll have to watch that. Yeah, it was massively eye opening. It's made me not. I never gave a shit. I never saw the fascination in him. Didn't he get was it. absolutely beautiful when he was younger, though. Oh my god! Now I'm like, and the guy that plays him, Austin Butler. I don't know how old he is, but fuck my. Oh, is he gorgeous? Is he a new oh, one for the wank bank? He is. Oh my! I think he's really young. I'd still fuck him. Have you not seen him? No. He's thirty-one. Austin Butler. I don't know. I'm not. I'm never really down with the blonde boys. Are you not? No, I don't like fair men. I think maybe because I'm fair, I feel like there's probably something in it genetically that every gene in my body is saying, procreate with someone that looks nothing like you. You see-through bitch. That's probably what it is. Well, I've been in Thailand for two fucking weeks. And, and then you've got you went, no have, you, have you got a tan? And I lifted my arm up and you went, no, that's <laughs> not no. <laughs> Absolutely no tan. I'm, I can't, I'm not really a... You don't tan. We don't tan. We're not tanners. I mean, I, I'm really proud of the what I do have. <laughs> I'm proud of my skin, okay? I'm very proud of my inability to tan. Yeah. Um, I did actually randomly ask a question uh, on our stories and it was... About sex in public. Basically, have you ever had sex in public? Have you ever been caught? And we've had a couple of answers. One was sex in public question. We were having a stroll through the woods at the bottom of Snowdonia. I can't think of anything less sexy. We decided to put our picnic blanket down and have a bit of fun whilst no one was around. We were just getting dressed again when a family walked by about a metre from us. We quickly sat down pretending that we were having a rest and then fell about laughing. We did enjoy almost getting caught. Uh, even though we weren't actually at it. And then another person said about the fact that they got caught uh, by uh, policemen, caught me and my ex-boyfriend in the car mid-69. Oh, wow. 69 in the car. That's I was we... on top giving the police officer a full view of my arse and labia. Oh, that's a shot, isn't it? Yeah, mate. I think actually it probably is easier to do a 69 in a car than it is to have sex. Because it's like it's like um, Tetris, isn't it? <laughs> Tetris. <laughs> Are you the long brick? It's the L. The T it's the brick. L shape, isn't it? Like, that's <laughs> yeah. what you're doing there. And it fits in quite nicely. Whereas if you're trying to do it on top of each other, there's less space, I suppose. Yeah. To me, that sounds like a very effective use of these space. Maybe, that maybe you, that's what you you're going to try it. out in your car. Uh, I fucking doubt it, mate. Rob's bum hair. I don't even think I've ever had a 69 with Rob. I thought you were going to say in the car. I've never had a 69 in a car. I don't think I've ever I had one. Yeah, I can't think. It's been and a long time. To be time. fair, they're not my big. I'm, I mean, no, you do get a there. nose full of bum, don't you? Yeah, and it's like it. It's just, <laughs> um, yeah. And then if you go too far on the cock, then you choke on it. It's yeah. like, and also I, I can't. I'm. I'm not very good at like concentrating on the task at hand when no, like, when someone's also there. Puss is getting. Yeah, <laughs> suckled. <That's> a, <laughs> suckled. <laughs> 
like I'm sorry. Uh, can I just do I mine can't. and then you do yours? Because yeah. I cannot concentrate. No, that's so true, though, isn't it? Like if yeah. you're having to work on someone else and someone's working on you, you can't. Yeah, and it's like getting the rhythm. Like yeah. you know, who's setting the tone here? It's just yeah, yeah I can't. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> not for me. No, it's not it's for not... me. I'd love to know somebody that does enjoy a 69 because I don't know that I've ever spoken to anyone that go, oh, I fucking love a good 69 other than a man. Yeah, no, I don't. And that's just because they've got a mouth around their cock so they don't really give a shit what you look like, do they? True. I have had sex. I, I just reminded me then of having sex in a field somewhere once. In Wales, I believe it was. Um, that's where Snowdonia, isn't it? <laughs> oh, maybe you oh. were <laughs> Is this story about you? Snowdonia is so sexual. <laughs> it makes everybody horny. Um, yeah, I remember that. That just came to mind. I was like, oh, yeah, I did. With such a boring guy. My God. Was he? Bore me to death. He was, yeah, just like, I went away with him, though. Don't know what I was thinking. I think he paid yeah. for it. That's why I went. Do you know, I know someone that slept with someone because they gave her a fag. You know, sometimes <laughs> we've got to do these things. <laughs> I was like, well, it's a free holiday, even if I'm with the most boring man I've ever met. I'll have sex with him in a field. It's fine. It's paying for it. my food. Let's do it. If I remember rightly, we took my mum and dad's dog as well. Lulu was there. Good old Lulu. Was she there watching? God you know how rest I feel about her that. soul. Yeah, no, she was mental, that dog. So she, if she was in nature, she was just on high alert. She would have just been like running around, just like... I certainly couldn't do it, the sort of the dog's watching. Yeah, no, she wasn't. She wasn't interested. She's seen all sorts of that dog. Bloody hell, she lived in the same house as my brother for about 10 years. <laughs> things that dog saw. <laughs> back to it, back to it. Let's find a story. Oh, actually, I don't think I read this. This is really funny. This is a holiday-related story as well, so it feels like uh, relevant to you being in Thailand. So, hi, Laura and Victoria. Long-time listener here. Love your podcast. And both of you, it finally dawned on me that I may have a story worthy of your show. Yeah. It's related to having sex in public places, but with a crazy oh, twist. Oh, there we go. So that's off the back this of is that. It. There we go. So this all happened over a decade ago. For various complicated and ridiculous reasons, I found myself on holiday with my then boyfriend and ex-boyfriend. <gasps> what the hell? That's so awkward. It was a laugh a minute, as you can imagine. We were all booked on one of those group tours and so I spent two oh, weeks God. doing everything together. Oh, my God. And That's it was hideous. fairly hilarious, to be honest, for me at least. Anyways, the juicy bit. So one day after working our way through the cocktail menu, my boyfriend and I were frolicking in the sea and decided to do the deed as you do. Right. Well, I'm a bit like, mm, That's as you the worst do. place for you. I just couldn't. What, you're like, there's a beach full of people watching. Oh, no, I thought you were about being in the sea because a sea monster could come and grab you. And the sea too. Yeah. Oh, no, not the good kind. <laughs> what sea monsters are good? A penis. <laughs> There I was, legs wrapped around his waist, bouncing in his lap, facing the busy beach. Oh, my Lord. I oh, just, my God. That I don't seems think like, I could. No, I couldn't do that either. Not only for the fear of Maybe. a jellyfish attacking us, but also then what if it's just like a little kid to be just fair, watching if I was 19, you? I definitely would have done that. Yeah, Maybe. Maybe, yeah. So busy, busy, and getting off on the fact no one knew what we were doing right in front of them. They fucking knew what you were yeah, doing. Yeah, we all knew. We all fucking knew. I've seen that happen so many times on holiday. I'd be like, oh, they're definitely having sex. Yeah. I just find it weird. It was all going well until I spotted my ex walking down the beach. <laughs> Before I process what was happening, he spots us and starts waving. <laughs> Please don't tell me she came at that moment. I panicked and wanted to act normal, so I waved back. 
Oh my God. At what turned out to be the exact moment my boyfriend came inside me. It was a jarring experience to say the least. We ended up making small talk back on the beach and acting like nothing had happened. Imagine if he knew what he'd seen. Oh, that's so funny. So is she is this is her ex-boyfriend as well. This isn't the guy she's still with now. I don't think so. I think they're both exes now. Oh, over a decade ago. Yeah, yeah so it's a long time ago. Um yeah, the so, bed. <laughs> I've been waving at someone whilst you're having sex. I mean, and, that's does that mean awkward. that they can't have had a threesome? I think so, yeah. Or an orgy, because the whole beach were watching. The whole beach were like, look at her. Look at that woman she's, bobbing up and down like penis. She thinks we don't know what she's fucking doing. What an idiot. It's. I suppose you can get away with it in the sea because the bobbing could be like the waves yeah. sort of moving you. But then it's, I'm, I'm going to assume she wasn't having that much of a good time and it was more the thrill of it because if she can be waving and be like, oh, hi. Well, that would kill the moment though, wouldn't it? Yeah. And then you'd be like, yeah, it's over for And me then now. her boyfriend's like, oh, I'm done now. Yeah. And then she walks out dripping, literally. I mean, the From thing the is too, do you not find that um, being in the water, it's actually really abrasive. It mm. like makes your skin like really stick together. Like it's not nice. It's the sand as well. I just think you're asking for a, a UTI there. You really are. Yeah. Well, even in the water though. Yeah, because whenever I go to I I mean, the beach, that's basically full of whales come. It's, it's dripping in bacteria. Yeah. Not it's the good, good. vaginosis, 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 vaginosis. <laughs> yeah, not the good kind, the bad kind. I mean, go, I think going on a imagine if you went on holiday, if you know, ex. there are some that if you wee in the water, there is a particular I piss in the and half of that fucking Thai ocean is my piss, by the way. But if you piss in the water, there is a particular kind of like parasite that as your wee hole opens, it, it goes go up. up. I know. I could I've, have that in me right now. My dad told me about that. Break terrified me, me for life. Didn't stop me from pissing in the water, though. Well, no, he didn't stop me. <laughs> Either that or, like, go and find a toilet. Like, no I'll take the risk, thank you very much. Living yeah. on the edge. Yeah. yeah. I haven't got it, to my knowledge. Nothing's going out of it. <laughs> yeah. So far. Um, I've got another one. This is very funny. I just remembered that I read it a while ago. I was like, I need to read that out. And because we haven't been with each other for so bloody long. No, we've got it existing the opportunity. Now. So here we go. This is hilarious. Hi, ladies. Absolutely love your podcast. I've got a little story for you. I work with a young guy, age 22, and he asked me if he could ask for some advice. So I said, of course. He went on to tell me that while sitting in his living room, his mum's phone was ringing while she was in the bathroom. And he noticed that his name was the contact calling her. So he checked his own phone to check it wasn't calling her. It wasn't. So basically, she's using his, she's put his name in her phone for someone else's number. This is a trick, apparently. What? Yeah. So that you erase so if it. Someone's ring, so if someone's ringing you, but like, oh, it's just, it's just my It's phone. Laura. So like, I'd put you in. Do you know and what I mean? And in fact, it's a booty call. It's a booty call. Oh my God. So anyway, because he was like, well, it's not me. So I've seen my name on the phone and it's not me. He decided to go through her phone. No. Mate, no. would you? It's your mum. No way. No, I wouldn't. Not my mum. That makes me feel sick. <laughs> um, he checks her phone and scrolls I'm through her sure WhatsApp messages. Know. 
with his name attached <gasps> and opens the media files only no. to be horrified to find a pic of his mum with some guy's balls in her mouth. No! And asked me if I should confront her about it, to which I told him under no circumstances should he, as she's a single woman and she has a right to her privacy. I think he may need your therapist's number. Really <laughs> hope this story tickles you both as much as it did me. Oh my God! He's never going to be undone from that. I mean, the, the thing next is, time though, he has, some, like his balls in a girl or whoever's mouth, he's instantly going to see. It's going to be his mum. Yeah. Oh my god, he's fucked for life now. Well, it serves him right for not respecting her privacy. True. Although but I would have done exactly the same thing. No, I couldn't. There's no way that I'd want to look through my mouth. I would have been like too curious of like what. What's weird is that it's my his sister. Name. Probably, I'd be like, well, yeah. I'll have a look, but not my mum. No. What's hilarious with my whole family, right? I every single one of us has got the same passcode because it's our old phone number and it's like the last four digits of our phone number. So, oh my god, you need to change that. I know. I needed to get into. Oh, I was like, I had my brother's phone. I was like, oh, um, I don't know. I was checking, changing the music or something, and I was like, oh, let's see if this works, and it works. <laughs> <laughs> did the same with my sisters. It worked. I know. And my mum's. Oh my god, my mum just forgets everything. So I know all my mum's passwords to everything. And sometimes she'll be like, what's my password to this? And I'll have to tell her because she... Well, let's hope to God you never see a picture of your mum with... Oh, Trish, balls deep. Oh, God, no, I couldn't. How do you feel about that? Horrified. You wouldn't be... Because you're obviously pretty liberal with your mum. Like, would you be okay with that? I feel like there's Whose a balls are they? My dad's or, or... I don't think it matters at this point. Uh, yeah, I mean, not that really changes anything. If anything, it makes it worse if it was my dad's. <laughs> I can't believe you even thought to ask that. Like, it's a hard no for me. I know. And you're like, oh, it depends on whose testicles it no, is. Like, no, it doesn't. I think also for me, my mum is the epitome of innocence. So, you know, she was asking us what a blowjob was when she was, you know, like when we were growing up and we were talking about it. She's like, what's a blowjob? So the fact that she didn't know what that is, I'm going to take a guess and say that she hasn't had, <laughs> she hasn't had my testicles in her mouth. <laughs> I don't even know if I can say these words. Oh, this feels disrespectful to the dying somehow, doesn't it? <laughs> I I honestly don't ever want to, and yet it's there. The image is instantly in my mind of my mum and dad. And, and yeah. Just, yeah, I don't. I'm, I'm concerned that she's used her son's name. That's a bit weird. Who's she hiding it yeah. from? Why, exactly. why not just Who's, use... Is she, and if she's a single mum, maybe it's because she doesn't want her kids to know. Yeah, maybe because she's thinking, well, no one's going to open that because they're not going to be like, oh, who's that then? It's yeah, just exactly. her son. That's and then true. the multimedia messages of, oh my god, who? I think it's better choosing a friend's name, don't you? Yeah, one that you talk to all the time. Like if, yeah. it, if, so I, if I've I, got I two Victorias you. on my phone, <laughs> yeah, one one's going to be the guy I'm hooking up with, exactly, and the other one will be you. And Robin will never question be... it. No. Ever. Steve, mate, do you think Steve would question it anyway? No, I know. Yeah. He wouldn't have a fucking clue. That would be so, he would never find out. It'd be so easy no, to No, Steve wouldn't find out either. It would be really, yeah. I mean, I know we shouldn't brag about that, but the reality is it would be so fucking easy because Steve. Like, he's oblivious. He is totally oblivious. Yeah. He's oblivious when people come on to him, let alone if I was actually fucking another person. <laughs> FYI, I have no plans to do. Yeah. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> We'll keep you updated. Yeah, we'll let you know. <laughs> Let's see how it goes. <laughs> um, yeah, funny. Oh, God. Also, scarring for life. But, well, I, I do feel quite... Yeah, because you know that every single person that's listening to this episode right now, that they have that image. 
Oh, they do. But I don't worry, because this episode is sponsored forever. by Better Health. <laughs> so why not give online therapy a try? If you've seen <laughs> your mum's mouth full of a stranger's balls. There yeah. you go. Or even a person's balls that you know of. Maybe you can go, that's Jeffrey's balls. Yeah, exactly. But then it would be questionable. How can you recognise a pair of balls if you've not had them in your own mouth? True. And then is is Jeffrey double dipping into multiple family sources? <laughs> I think we've taken this too far. It is. It's gone too far. <laughs> right. Well, this that on that lovely ball note, um, that brings us to the end of another week of No Holds Bar. It's been an absolute delight to see your face again. To have a I'll chat. be honest, I don't really know how long this has gone on for. No, neither I don't, do I. I, I, feel I feel like very... it's been. I think I've got like five hours worth of fucking material to edit down here, mate. I'm so tired. I don't know if I've been funny. I don't even know what I've said. I've forgotten it all immediately. <laughs> so have I. I'm, I've got the excuse that I've done a long haul flight. I'm just like, <laughs> I think it's two weeks of. Being off with the kids, it's just annihilates your brain, doesn't it? Yeah, man, it does. Genuinely felt like I've had a lobotomy. That's how I but feel. But can you imagine homeschooling them? Can you imagine? When do you ever get time away? don't know. I couldn't You do don't, it. do you? You're no. just always with them. Why would yeah. you want to always be with them? <laughs> I just can't. Like, you I think understand about why praying mantises. Praying mantises, they eat their partner's head. They birth the kids and they fuck off. I'm yeah, just got saying. The right idea. They, got they the right have idea. the right idea. <laughs> Why we as humans have to do this whole bullshit of sticking around and loving oh, them and gosh. then being terrified when they get lost and we think, oh my God, I've lost them forever. Yeah. We need oh, it's to rubbish. Just- yeah, it's, it's rubbish. Absolute bullshit. Um, so if you want to keep sending in your stories, um, any other business, et cetera, et cetera, you just need to email us at nohosbarpodcast at gmail.com or what else can they do? Laura. They can head on over to our Instagram page at nohosbarpodcast. Send us a DM. And uh, don't forget to get your sex toys. Uh, I've been having a lot of feedback on the rose. Mm. Quite a few of my rebel mums have purchased one. And, and what do they think of it? Love it. Raving about they do. it. Yeah, it's, it's a, good. It's a must in the wank bank. Um, mm. So if you haven't got one yet, what the fuck are you doing? Get yourself one. Um, oh, by the way, before yeah. I leave and you say about sex toys, for the yeah. first time ever, yeah. since having children, Steve and I had sex on holiday. Did you really? Yeah, it's nice. Did you take sex toys? Yeah, of course I did. Yeah, I've known you had a suitcase. That was that was one of the big suitcases, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I only, took, I only took one. I only took the one. Yeah. I just thought if I'm gonna have a nice time. I need to relax. I went with the, in, I went, I went with the intent of sexual pleasure. That's good. Well, it wasn't loads, mate. It was only once. Yeah, but it's enough, isn't it? It was it was lovely. Yeah. The rest oh, of the time. How it nice. was, I was I was fucking exhausted, tired. Or sandy, do you know what I mean? Hot and sweaty. No there thanks. were a lot of components that made me go, "Don't touch me again." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although I do, I mean, I don't. I have not had this since my kids, but I just always remember going on holiday when it's hot, and there was something about being in the heat and then going mm-hmm. for a siesta, which obviously you didn't get to do. No, the siesta sexy time was like so lovely. Good. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's that time's gone for us, Vic. So we need oh, to no. set sail on that idea. <laughs> Yeah, we're, ne- we're never having that. So, although I sent something to Steve this morning and said, please, can we go here without the children? And it's basically like this thing in the middle of nowhere with a hot tub and a pizza oven. I was like, in I, UK. I'm UK, Hampshire. It's yeah. fucking oh, local, yeah. man. He Do was it. like, Laura, I wouldn't care if it was a shack that had no bed. Yeah, I know. Without the children, I will I go. I need it. We did our last little, well, do you know me and Rob are going on a date tonight? 
We're going to a gig. Are you? I'm, like, I'm going to have to have a nap because I honestly have been yeah, away since four o'clock. You're going to be dead. I'm going to be. I'm going to die. What I'll time are you going out? So we're going to put Edith to bed because obviously she's the nuts one, and yeah. then our friends coming over to do all of oh, and mate, watch us, I'm watch the kids lovely. for us. Lovely, enjoy. Really nice. So yeah, we're just going to go out and uh, watch a watch a band. I haven't been to to a gig since. I think um, it's been eight years since I went to a gig. Oh and my I used God. to go to gigs all the time. Haven't been to see any live music. I'm kind of a bit like meh about live music, but um, Rob suggested it and I was like, yeah, all right Let's then. Let's do it. Let's little do day, it. Little day. Oh, this oh, did, you get to have any sex? did you get to have any sex in Easter or did it automatically become into... Excuse you me, said, do you know who I am? <laughs> no, but you said about the fact that uh, Ollie, um, Ollie, Oliver was going to be in... Um... Oh, right. No, do you know what we did instead? Uh, we just did some hardcore labouring and laid you a did. patio. I yeah. fucking knew you were. Yeah, I know. Yeah, But hey, did. you got it done and it looks beautiful. It looks amazing. It was worth it. It was so worth it. And, and sex isn't everything, man. No, no, also, like, I've just not been in a very good place, though, mentally. All right, let's bring, let's drop that just one to, in. Just fucking to hell. end the podcast on a high... <laughs> To be fair, though, uh, when I was <laughs> mentally in the worst place possible, you were having loads of sex with Rob and I was having no That's sex. That's a lie. Me That's not a lie. Have you were like, oh, sex. yeah, no, I had day sex or whatever. And I was yeah, like, like, oh, that's nice. Blue moon. I, I, and then I, I came on my periods, but as well. I touched so. my vagina. No. Oh, when did you come on? The, two days ago. Oh, man. Yeah. Period buddies. Period buddies. Just so, um, no, no, no penis. The, no. no penis. No penis penis. <laughs> No, <laughs> penis penetration party times. <laughs> Nothing. No penis penis. Although yesterday, uh, because I have looked like such a scrubber this week, because we've been doing DIY. So why am I? I'm not. I have. I've just been wearing sweats. Yeah. No makeup. Absolute goblet. <laughs> goblet. <laughs> that's a word. That's how I felt. <laughs> like a goblet. And then yesterday, our friends came over for dinner. So I put on some makeup. I did my hair. Put on a dress. And. Uh, then once they'd gone and we'd eat and everything, I was like, oh, I'm going to go and get changed. And Rob was like, wait, where, where are you? Are you getting changed? <laughs> he was like, literally like that. He was like, oh, don't get changed. You look so beautiful and sexy oh. in the dress. And I was like, oh, fuck off. I've <laughs> eaten a massive rice dinner. I need to get my sweats on. Don't make me feel bad about not fucking fulfilling the man's fantasy of the woman always looking perfect. All right, dickhead. <gasps> Don't ever pay me a compliment again, you twat. Oh, no, it did annoy me. I was like, what, so I'm going to change into this and you can't fancy me? And he was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't blame no. him. No, mate. Don't blame you, him. You smell like a fucking farmyard. That's it. That. That's it. Oh, dear. All right, right then. let's go. Um, yeah, we will see you all next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday, slags. Bye. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.